0: Uh, you damn right. Hope you're having a good Friday so far. Got some crazy weather coming in the greater Austin area. Get ready to batten down those hatches this afternoon and this evening. We hope everybody is safe and sound. We hope you enjoyed the draft round one last night. Thanks to everybody who came out to a Pluckers location to join us. We'll go back over all of that. We'll talk NFL Draft. We will also talk some more good news for Texas basketball, NBA, all kinds of stuff for you. We've even got a Texas grad and comedian that's coming to town tonight and tomorrow. Give a uh, Longhorn a little love. He's going to be headlining the Velveeta Room. We'll tell you all about that and more today. It's Chad and Zay on this Friday. I'm Chad Hastings, and he is the newly minted Lookout. Buckhead,
1: Atlanta Falcons fan, Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? What up, Chad? Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play, where we ride on them things like every day. Shout out to Bijan Robinson, man. Congratulations to him. Oh, if you
0: weren't already up on your outcast and your ludicrous and your Ti <laughs> and
1: all of the all the Atlanta vibe, you're ready to go now. Yo, I hope. Because I had some lemon pepper wings last night. I hope B. John Robinson gets the finest lemon pepper wings once he touches down to the Peach State. Isn't that wheres is that where James Harden would tell him to go? Yeah. Was that where James Harden went for the wings? Uh, That's lemon pepper Lou. Lou Williams. That was Lou. When he okay. got in trouble, he couldn't play in the bubble for a certain amount that's of games. Because he was at Magic City Strip Club. In Atlanta. That was in Hotlanta. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. That is what I thought. Yeah, I don't think you have to worry about B. John Robinson being at Magic City. Ooh, that's just yeah, a, that's probably you know, true. Just a guess.
0: Probably true. We'll definitely get into all of that stuff with uh, with the draft. B. John Robinson ends up as a Falcon, as a Cowboys fan. I'm so glad he's not an Eagle. Uh Big exhale in the Pluckers last night when he was not an Eagle. I was so focused on B. John Robinson not becoming an eagle, I tweeted out a reference last night that made people think that I think C.J. Stroud went to Bama. Like, that's how, confi- that's how focused I was on just Bijan. Please don't let him be an eagle. Please don't let him be an eagle. And I tried to tweet. That's also my thing as an old man. Never try to tr- tweet something cute. It doesn't work usually. Yeah. It does not usually work out. Um so we'll get to all, we will get to all that stuff at Pluckers and we'll see if anybody got accused of cheating like I did last year. Um, real quick though, PSA, Zay, for the people. My child, Monkey Hastings, had the driver's test today. Uh-oh. And got and got auto failed because I'm told she was going 31 or 32 in a 30 and they just auto failed her and told her to drive back. Now, I now I need to get all the details later. I was only able to get a flash of details. But that is what I was told. So if you are a parent out there, if you're a kid out there about to take the driver's test, I didn't want to tell her something like that cuz I thought it would freak her out. Cuz I really didn't think that even if she did that, I thought okay, they'll they'll check, they'll, they'll mark her off and let her know at the end. But they won't stop everything. So apparently they will auto-fail your kid if they are that far over. Just so you know, we were up in Pflugerville, Wells Branch location, if that matters.
1: So if she's taking this test, there has to be a certain amount of time where she goes over, realizes that, and then gets back under. What I'm hearing from you and what we talked about before the show in prep, once she hit over, bam, fail. Like once you hit 31, oh, can't do it. You're done. Right. I didn't realize that's how it worked. for you. See, I was trying to calm her down by
0: saying, look, you're going to have to do like 31 points of bad to get a failing grade. It's okay. Calm down. You got it. And I was trying to build up the confidence. I didn't want her going in thinking, hey, if you go one mile an hour over the speed limit, they're going to stop the test.
1: That would have scared her to death. See, I never officially took a driver's ed test because my pops Mm. being a driver's ed teacher, I was just homeschooled. So I think he had some, you know inside job to where i got my license probably not as authentic as i should have but since yeah. he was a driver's ed teacher it was okay nobody said right. anything or like <laughs> this dude he knows how to drive his pops gave him there a game, go. so I, I never took a test so okay. i have no idea Man. how it goes
0: somebody texted where'd she go go to marble falls no problem all right all right fair enough uh but anyway just a little psa yeah be, be on the lookout for that so i get to deal with that that's the bad news the good news is Daddy Taxi's going to roll a little bit longer and I've kind of enjoyed Daddy Taxi. Oh, that's cute. So we'll hang out a little bit and she'll, you know, not be driving some of the friends around uh,
1: you know, not as much. Wait a minute. So when can she take it again? Is there a certain
0: They got to set the appointment. Yeah, I'm not sure. But okay. na- but now she had a, she missed part of school today, but she can't do that again. Because she doesn't want to get the certain number of absences or whatever. So we're probably going to have to wait till after the school year to get an appointment. Because you got to go during the day. you got to go during a business day. Right. They close up at 5 o'clock. So anyway, we got to figure that. took three times to get her the permit. Now it's going to take at least twice yeah. to get her the... All Sorry, I, monkey. All I know is we need to find her a better driving instructor, apparently.
1: Yeah, that driver's on there. <laughs> come on. Now,
0: the dude's handsome as hell. But apparently he's just a pretty face and doesn't know much. <laughs> it's, it's me, by the way. And, uh... Yeah, apparently I'm not good enough. <laughs> apparently I'm not good enough. It's just I'm just nothing but a pretty face and I got no no Xs and Os. That's apparently what I got. All right, so we will get into a lot of NFL draft talk today. Let us know what you think. If you are a uh, a Longhorn fan, are you willing to uh, to lean over to the Falcons and and go check them out a little bit now that Bijan is a Falcon? That is obviously a big story. Uh, and then in terms of the two Texas teams, got stuff all over these uh, these teams. today. Let's start at the top. Houston, apparently. Just was messing with everybody. Bryce Young did go first, and then the Houston Texans just calmly took C.J. Stroud. So maybe they threw a smokescreen to try to get a trade or whatever, but they went C.J. Then they pulled another trade, and then they pulled a trade right after that, I should say, with Arizona to go get Will Anderson. So D'Amico gets his defensive stud plus quarterback of the future, they would hope. What would you think about the Texans last night?
1: They gave them a lot. I mean, I hope they're glad with it. C.J. Stroud, we've been hearing all the rumblings with him all week from the cognition test to Brady Quinn. He ain't go to the Manning camp, blah, 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 blah. It's actually been overwhelming how ridiculous C.J. Stroud's been thrown under the rug. But, yeah, him being a number two pick, and we know D'Amico Ryan's him being a defensive guy, and Will Anderson, just how much hype he's had throughout his college career playing for Nick Saban and being one of the best edge rushers in the history of a Crimson Tide, that says a lot because they've had some serious dudes mm-hmm. come out of that university. So they're big time players, yes, but man, giving up that second round pick, then the first you know, pick of the third round selection in the year 2023, and they, they're giving up a lot. They're giving up a lot for it. And I get it. Davis Mills, Clearly, they're over him. That was a nice little prospect coming out of Stanford. He did decent enough, but yeah, C.J. Stroud—he's a guy that can maybe change your franchise. Will Anderson's definitely a guy that could change your franchise. It's all right. I, I'd give it a B minus. I think they gave up a lot for these two guys. Yeah, there was
0: a lot to give up there. Obviously, you're gonna have to if you're gonna end up with two and three like that. Um, also, a wild bit of history: first Bama player to go. Number one overall in the modern draft era? I mentioned yesterday, 40 first round picks since 2010, but nobody had ever been the number one pick. Wow. I didn't realize that. When he walked across that stage and I saw that, I'm like, that, can that be right? That's crazy. I didn't do the double check work. I'm going to trust him on that one. But said, common draft era, first time the Bama has been the number one overall pick. So before we leave the quarterbacks, you had those three, and that was it. After Stroud, then you have, um, so then you get to, to pick four uh, after the, the swapping of picks there with Houston. And how about AR-15? Sorry, I know people don't like the nickname. But Anthony Richardson ends up with the Colts. We'd heard nothing but Levis and the Colts. Colts love Levis. Oh, the Colts will take Levis if they can get him. Apparently not. Richardson ends up being the guy. What do you think of that move?
1: Uh, It makes sense, knowing Steichen coming from Philly, being with Jalen Hurts and those guys, Jalen Hurts and Anthony Richardson, being a little similar, especially in their athleticism, that he's going to want that type of QB. But, I mean, we know Anthony Richardson, his highs sound like the greatest quarterback of all time, just with his measurables, how athletic he is, how fast he is, all these other things. It's just how accurate is he? Around that 50% mark, that's not too good. I know he was in the SEC, but can he be accurate in the NFL? Can he throw it in those tight windows because all of these nickelbacks and safety slash corners, these guys are so much faster than what you saw in the SEC. And you got to put guys around him. Obviously, every player needs guys around him. Patrick Mahomes has Travis Kelsey. We love talking about how good Patrick Mahomes is, but we forget to say he might have the greatest tight end of all time on his team. Like, (laughs) that's we always say that, you know? So, you're going to need weapons at the end of the day for Anthony Richardson to be successful. But, yeah, they are taking the risk. And, you know, again, with Steinkin and his background, also with Justin Herbert at the Chargers at one point, he likes these young, really athletic quarterbacks, so... You know, not bad. I like it. I like it more than uh Houston. I'm not gonna lie. With all that Houston had to give up, I like it more than hmm,
0: Houston. Interesting. Uh one of our listeners says, looking forward to cheering for the Texans. Really like both picks. I still miss the Oilers. They were my team. So with uh with Richardson, did you happen to see the interview with Richardson? I think it was his, with him and his mom and nah, his brother. It was
1: it was hard to
0: have oh clutters and stuff. It was tough. So somebody puts out on social media, Wow, the Richardson's brother's voice is a little unexpected. So Richardson has all that size to him. And if you've heard him talk, he's got a lot of bass in his like voice. very White bass. He's got an old feel to him in a lot of ways. They've talked about kind of how he's an, an old soul, an older guy, whatever. So they're, at, they're talking to the family, and mom's all proud. And you can imagine, it's a great time. We talked about it. And then they asked the brother, like, how proud are you of your big brother and, and what he's been able to do in his career? Man, I'm really excited about it. And this little this kid, it feels like he's half yeah. of Anthony's size, but he still had the same bass in his voice. Right. Man, I'm just really excited. I hope I can follow in his footsteps and be successful. And it was great. So, congrats to Richardson there, and then Zay. That was it for quarterbacks in the first round. The guy that sat, the guy that had to deal with the green room was Mr. Mayonnaise in the coffee. Mr. Eat the banana before you know without peeling it. Will Levis. Even though with a 90-something on that S2, supposedly, he and his family and friends just had to sit there and watch.
1: Yeah, at least they look pretty while well doing it. There were some pretty folks. There some pretty folks around Will Levis. He some... he was still smiling and stuff. I would be, too. I don't know who was his girlfriend. I don't know who was his sister. But, yeah, he had some pretty women around him. So, shout out to him. Salute. Yeah. He is doing well, even being a second-round guy.
0: And I said, somebody that was somebody was with us in Pluckers um, made a comment about, you know what, this is about where I'd start drinking if I was Levis. Just, who cares at that point. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he seemed to deal with it. I, you, yeah, like you said, laughs and smiles and stuff like that because you do need to let whatever NFL team ends up taking him probably tonight you got to let them know that you can deal with something like that right deal with the adversity it's not always going to go uh the way that you think it's going to go so Levis falls all the way out Hendon Hooker obviously doesn't get taken and when you look at best available for tonight Levis is right there at the top of the list. Steelers are going to be picking first, by the way. Levis, then Michael Mayer, Joey Porter Jr., uh, Brian Branch of Alabama, and so on and so forth. Uh, And again, it will be the Steelers, then Cardinals and Lions to get started tonight with the second round. They'll go at 6 o'clock on ESPN. So that was the quarterback part of it. And then we get down to, uh, we obviously mentioned Bijan at 8, Going to the Falcons. No big shock there, although I've uh, I've read and heard that there are some Falcons fans that maybe they were leaning towards their Georgia guy, wanting maybe Jalen Carter there, since he did slip a little bit all the way down to nine. Eagles end up with Jalen Carter. Yeah. At nine. Good grief. Plus, I'll get to the Nolan Smith thing a little later on. But, uh, Zay, let's go Cowboys. Uh, All the way down at 26, uh, Cowboys had their choice of some interesting players. Kincaid goes off the board right before it. The receivers had uh, gone as well by that time. They end up with Mozzie Smith of Michigan. Big D tackle. What would you think about this move?
1: One of the strongest players in the draft, his stats don't really jump out to you, just six tackles for loss in the last three seasons, but he's going to plug up a lot of holes just with his size and allow guys like Micah Parsons and Vanderlesch to all get crazy and you know be able to be free to make tackles at the linebacker position, et cetera, so... It's a solid pick. You know, if everything that was gone at that point, it's what you needed the most. And they need D-tackle, so they got a D-tackle. I felt like they liked my man from Pitt that – Y'all got in Tampa Bay. Right, they like Kansi. I feel like they like Kansi. If he and fell to 26, they'd yeah, have taken him. Yeah, they would have definitely taken him. But you heard Jerry. He likes the pick. They were really high. Uh, Mozzie was really high on their draft board. And, again, if you just go watch the film, I know Haley Sutton, who we had on Tuesday, she posted videos of him in the weight room and stuff. Just ridiculous strength ridiculous strength. Like, he's already one of the strongest players in the National Football League, and he hasn't even, you know, had a down yet. So that's impressive, but... Again, just what he did at Michigan doesn't really jump out at you very much. Yeah,
0: and uh, he would be the true definition of plug and play. Not only are they going to be ho- counting on him right away, he's supposed to be plugging up that middle yeah. and helping the Cowboys in rush defense, which is something that uh, they did struggle with at times. Um, and they have struggled with a little bit in the last couple seasons. Cowboys fans, let us know what you thought of Mozzie Smith. Uh, our man Chris Bennett is letting us know that uh, apparently Levis is not going to attend the draft tonight.
1: I wouldn't either. Apparently, he's not going to go. Yeah, I wouldn't
0: either. Uh, somebody else said Levis's girlfriend looked pissed at the end of the draft. That
1: yeah. was the brunette one, right? Said, All
0: other girls were gone. LOL.
1: Yeah. Well, I she looked good, though. Was it, was it like mom and sister, too? Is it, Yeah, I think the blondes were the sisters. So mom,
0: sister, girlfriend is what we were looking yeah. at there with, with Levis. Yeah, that's that's rough, man. You got to know the camera's going to be on you. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers went through it. Brady Quinn went through it. Uh, other guys have gone through that before.
1: Yo, the brother behind Quinton Johnston in the pimp Mac Daddy suit. Yo, <laughs> that's a Temple, Texas pimp right there. That was serious. With the chain on the hat, he looked like he had a cane too. Oh, Quentin see, J- I missed this guy. Oh, oh I missed him. Go back and look at Quentin Johnson. I right, go back the and crib. look at. It. Okay. Yo, man, he looked like Suge Knight '92. Nice. Like, he was clean. Nice. I'm not saying that in any disrespectful way. I know Suge Knight be wilding, but he was clean.
0: Quentin Johnston ends up with the Chargers at 21, that pick that would have been Bijan if Bijan was still there. Uh, so i got to go back and check that out. Speaking of the look of last night, I don't know what kind of player he's going to be. Man, Tyree Wilson wore the perfect suit to get drafted by the Vegas Raiders in. That full full-on flowers all the way down. Uh, That was crazy. He was clean. That was crazy. Usually Uh,
1: I wouldn't like something like that, but he made he made it work.
0: uh, I'm really I'm really happy for Tyree Wilson. There were rumors about would he go as high as number two. The fact that he ends up all the way up at number seven after the career finishing up at Tech, started at A and M. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Tyree. We'll see if he can live up. To that kind of uh, that kind of you know positioning. So then, in terms of the first round, anything else that stands out to you, uh, Zay? That we need to mention at this point.
1: You um, kind of hit the big Jameer stuff. Jameer Gibbs going yeah. twelve to Detroit. That's that's a shocker. I mean, he said
0: he was shocked when the phone <laughs> rang. Do you hear that story? He was hanging out with his friends. The phone rings. and, then, yeah. and he's like, "What?" He was thinking twenties. He was probably going to wake up at like twenty twenty one. not wake up, but, you know, start paying attention at that point, that phone rings and he's like,
1: I don't know this area code. I mean, they just got Montgomery from Chicago on a three year, $18 million deal. Swift is on his last year there. We know Williams is traded to New Orleans. So yeah, I guess they needed the back, but I like Jameer Gibbs. For what you have there already and what you need, you could have found that running back tonight. Tomorrow, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, even your boy out of Texas AM, like, I get it. Right, Gibbs is better yeah. than him, but 12 better, like that's that's a little steep for me. And mm-hmm. then their next pick, they got another linebacker. So they got two positions that aren't necessarily valued. Like they once were, and
0: both guys would have been available later.
1: Yeah, like that linebacker, what Jack Campbell out of uh, um of Iowa. Iowa linebacker? What we we're we're picking linebackers down the first round like that? Like I I <laughs> okay weird. weird. So, so both. The just not traditional picks during this time, which a lot of Falcons fans, we love Bijan down here, but Falcons fans, some of them are like, I don't know if we need that, and they right. have a right to say that. Yeah, absolutely. They have every right to say that. That's because,
0: just what it is. Because they got a lot of needs. Yeah. Yeah, and that is that is that is perfectly valid. That's a weird thing. You go look at the breakdown on Bijan, it's what you thought. Beforehand and after, same thing. Beforehand it was, oh, he's a badass, but here's the reasoning why you wouldn't draft him. High. High. Same thing. Once he's been picked eight, that's what they're doing today. They're saying, look, there's nothing against Bijan Robinson. We think he's a great guy, yes. We think he's going to be, yes. He's great. But based on the team, based on what they need, based on the positioning, it doesn't make sense to some people that look at the draft. I can get that. Yeah. I can understand it.
1: I mean, when you see somebody like Isaiah Pacheco last year go in the seventh round like that dude, he's going to be around a while. Now, he was, he's in the right situation. Playing with Patrick Mahomes, so it allows him to, yeah. you know, get loose and not have that focus. But, oh man, Dan Campbell. That's I know
0: It's tough And Dan Campbell Is a part of the village That it took To get Nolan Smith To Philly I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i go over some more people That it took to do that In the crab bag At 1245 As a Cowboys fan I'm a little concerned About that uh, That the rich Just got richer We'll get into that Speaking Georgia of, Eagles Speaking of Yeah exactly <laughs> Speaking of Rich getting richer Zay Right now It feels like The Texas men's Basketball team Is on a nice little run This Max Acemas thing Finally came through And uh, what was Max just waiting for the NFL draft? Is yeah, that what it was? Where's
1: those Rodney Terry haters at? <laughs> what? Crickets? Huh? Where, cri- Where are those Coach Terry? He can't recruit. You oh, Terry, he's trash. He can't do it. Let's bring Coach Beard back. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Max Ace is a dog. You know who he reminds me of, Chad? Hmm. Watching the playoffs? He reminds me of Trey Young. Oh, interesting. Max Ace Miss has a lot of Trey Young in him. Okay. The size, the range. I'm assuming the hair is better. The hair's but way yeah, better. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dallas dude, Type he gonna be right. He gonna look crazy like Trey Young. Yeah. He from Texas, Trey Young from Norman. Big difference. Yeah, it's, I it's about to say not
0: a high bar. My hair's better. I oh, mean, yeah. Oh, not yeah, even just, close. Just sad even to enough. say. And,
1: and Trey, he be trying to what we talking about? He yeah. trying to get us about you do, you know, designs and stuff. <laughs> no, it's still toe up. Don't try to trick us, Trey. It's <laughs> still toe up. But you'll get his game is fire. And so is yeah. Max Acemus. This is a huge get for the University of Texas and Coach Terry and that coaching staff. Man, just think about the two-man game with Acemus and Dylan DeSue. Acemus and Caden Shedrick like being able to throw lobs to those guys. Max Acemus, he's never played the a player where he could just throw it down in the post and they could go get a bucket like Dylan DeSue can. Never. Never. You know what that means where that guys have to pay attention to him and double-team him, and now the suit throws the ball out and there's hockey sis being passed around to where it leads to an open three. Asmus is going to get that. He's not going to have to take those deep NBA Steph Curry range threes that he did at Oral Roberts because there's going to be a lot more players around him that could also get buckets. So, yeah, I love the get. This puts Texas in a really good spot for making another run like we saw this past year getting to the Elite Eight.
0: Uh, somebody texting in, and again, if you have any thoughts on that, if you're a Texas basketball fan uh, or if you're looking at NFL stuff, Specs text line 337-3776. This said, uh, you know what it tells me about the Lions? It tells me they were going Bijan, and they panicked. It's kind of a weird panic, though.
1: How does it make any sense? We've been talking about this for months and months and months. You need to have a plan B that's not another running back that doesn't make any sense
0: yeah because then you'd already you're already sitting there at 12 now Bijan's gone but- like
1: Christian Gonzalez went 17. that was interesting to me like he could really go and they just traded Okuna to Atlanta they that, that was their third pick a couple of years ago out of Ohio State that cornerback they just got rid of him so why wouldn't you maybe look for another corner Aaron Glenn Corner, former cornerbacks, now right. uh, defensive coordinator. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just uh,
0: – Yeah, why wouldn't you want some for that offense? I mean, talk, for that defense. And I don't we talked, understand. And we
1: talked about them. Like, they are closer than a lot of teams. Yeah. They are closer than a lot of teams, and maybe that's their logic. Like, Gibbs is going to put us over that hump. But with the other guys that you have, like, he is versatile. He can play wide receiver. He can run between the tackles. He's a gadget guy. You might be able to put him on kickoff and punt returns. You could do a lot with Jameer Gibbs, absolutely, but – Oh, 12, bro.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh, it just felt weird. Weird. And then the Campbell pick, too. We'll get into that more uh, and talk about some of the other picks in the first round. Let us know what you thought. Uh, 337-3776, the Specs text line. Bijan is a Falcon. The Texans two picks. The Cowboys go in d tackle We will hit all of that. Also up next in the NBA, while you were watching the NBA, uh, the NFL draft, Boston finished off Atlanta. The Eastern Conference semis are set. We'll tell you all about it next on The Horn.
1: Chad and Zay. Just
0: getting started on a Friday. Cool. Man. It's, I don't think it's him. It kind of sounds like Tesla. That's the only guess I have, but I don't think it's them. I'm just going to guess Tesla, but I don't think it's Jeff Keith. Who is it? Nitro. Yeah, I didn't have it. Dude, that guy's got, uh, I don't know if he's still got those pipes. Nitro was a band that they just took everything to the extreme. The hair was extra big. They weren't around very long. Huge, huge hair. They had a guitar player that had four necks on his guitar, and it was an X shape. They all went different ways. And he could play about as fast as any guitar player you'd ever seen. So everything about Nitro was extreme. And then the guy, the lead singer, was hitting some that kind of stuff. <laughs> it was nothing for him. It was nothing. Everything was just these super high notes. Why didn't they last though? It's just it was a little bit of a derivative of a derivative. And then they also timed out where grunge hit, and it was oh, yeah, yeah. kind of over. What's the song called? Long way from home. Long way from home. All right, we start with Nitro today. A lot of good stuff coming in on the specs text line. One of our listeners saying you got to look at Derrick Henry's stats. His two best years were the two years with Arthur Smith as the OC. Smith in Atlanta had a hundred yards from a rookie running back. Uh, ha, wait, just had a thousand yards from a rookie running back that didn't start till the end of the year. What? Not sure what they're going to do with Algier, but. Bijan is going to be a star under Smith. That's... Yeah,
1: you need two running backs like Bijan. This ain't the '90s where Bijan's gonna get 30 carries a game. Algier, he's gonna be there. They're gonna be a little thunder, thunder and lightning. Desmond is gonna play till week three. Gonna get benched. Taylor Heineke's gonna come in. They're gonna win the NFC South. <laughs> there it pretty. is. There it is. Be that pretty oh, and be Super Bowl
0: contenders. I really, really enjoy the way that your Atlanta Falcons <laughs> fandom is building now because you already had Heineke and now you got to go
1: with it it's just too good to be true it really is you're just you're gonna be
0: all over this thing you're gonna be you're gonna be giving me like the history of Andre Risen you're gonna be going back through Super Bowl the team that went to the Super Bowl and came up short you're gonna go through all of it
1: yeah none of the bad stuff just okay 2023 and beyond
0: no Chris Chandler breakdowns? No, I don't, okay. need, any uh, I don't need any of that. I don't need any of that. Fair enough.
1: When is Desmond Ritter going to get his spot taken?
0: There it is. Bijan goes eight to the Falcons. We've been talking about the NFL draft. Give us your thoughts. We'll continue to react to that. Plus, after the show yesterday is when the Lamar Jackson thing officially happened. So uh, that part of it factored into the first round because then the Ravens went and got Lamar a receiver after they got Lamar all that money. We will talk, we'll talk about that as we move on. Uh, also, Zay, uh, for the people that weren't paying attention, we asked yesterday if Boston could finish. They were in Atlanta. You were hoping for a Game 7, but in the end you didn't get it. Boston
1: finished it off in Atlanta last night.
0: While everybody was either giving their thoughts on Bijan across town, Boston was finishing that series.
1: Yeah, I watched the first half when I got home, the second half this morning, and very impressive, the Celtics going on that run and about with about three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It seems like everybody hit a three on the court. Al Horford hit a three in the corner. Jalen Brown, who was amazing, all night long with 32 points. He hit a wing three. Marcus Smart hit a wing three. Jason Tatum hit a wing three and then had a nasty tip dunk. And while all that was going on, the Hawks couldn't score. Those mm. last three minutes, and that was the end of the game, 30 to 20 in the second half, the Celtics' favor. So now you're moving on to the Philadelphia 76ers, and their question mark is how healthy is Joel Embiid? You know, they say he's 50 50, which that's not good. Like, about him, he has to wear a knee brace and stuff. Mm. That's At least they, not good either.
0: They get him a little rest considering yeah. this series went a little, bit of, a little bit longer.
1: Right. So that series starts Sunday. It's in Boston, and yeah, I mean, the Hawks made them work, which you knew they would. Trey Young, he's a hell of a player, just too much Jalen Brown, too much Jason Tatum, Malcolm Brogdon. Been talking about him all year long, sixth man of the year. He is so big for them. That was such a huge get. When they lost in the finals, a lot of teams, you know, they would say, "Uh, we'll get them next time. We'll regroup. Our main guys, they got to get better. They'll learn. The Celtics said, no, we got to get better. We got to go find somebody, and they found the perfect person in Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench so I like Derek White I like what he's been doing he played good D on Trey Young throughout the series until Trey started figuring him out and yeah they won it 4-2 moving on we'll see what happens
0: uh, I always like when you know when a team does what they did when you close out on somebody else's floor you, generally your stars have to be big and 62 between Brown and Tatum is Such a statement for them. They've got to be big time, uh, and and they were. 22 from uh, smart certainly didn't hurt, but they shoot 50% from the floor, 43% from three, 94% from the line. They only miss one free throw. Uh, that is the kind of split that we've been, t- uh, you know, earlier in the playoffs, I've talked about like Phoenix's splits. There's certain times when you watch Phoenix and then you go look at those stats and you go, my God, nobody beats them if they do that every night. If Boston plays like that, Every single game, that's the kind of team that can win it all.
1: Yeah, and sometimes Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, when one's cooking, that means the other one's not touching the ball. So it's hard to get a rhythm, Mm -hmm. you know. But when they're both playing team basketball and Jalen Brown, he could get to the cup and turn defense into offense and then you get – ISO Jason Tatum where you know he could shoot his step back shots or post up etc and then you've got shooters all around them then that's a key to success and now they look like the team with the Milwaukee Bucks out the team that should be able to come out of the East and get to the finals.
0: So I wasn't watching the mo- at the moment that it happened I've seen it on the highlights what was the atmosphere like when Jason Tatum went all crazy with the dunk it's not exactly his personality to, oh, yeah. to go physical and yell and scream and kind of cool. Draymond Scream at it. Ball How was game. it?
1: It was ball game. Yeah. By then. Once he had that tip dunk and they went up by eight, I say, I think, I want to say it went up by eight, and he yelled. It was about a minute, something to go. Ball game. Yeah. Was you done. knew that was ball game.
0: Uh, so uh, you got four big names in the Eastern Conference semis. You got Boston getting ready to take on Philly, as we mentioned, and of course, Miami and the Knicks. So uh, a nice set of series there in the East. And tonight, we will figure out. Maybe. What happens in the West? We could also end up with two Game 7s on uh, on the Western side of things as the Golden State-Sacramento series and the Memphis-LA series is tonight. So if you've been focusing in on what the Warriors are doing and what LeBron and the Lakers are doing, you get a double feature tonight. 7 o'clock ESPN and then 9.30 ESPN for the late game. Golden State. Both situations, they are exactly the same. You finish at home or you have to go back and deal with the young talent and a crazy crowd that hates your guts in Game 7, Golden State and the Lakers trying to end it tonight.
1: Yeah, and as the lower seeds for the Warriors and the Lakers, you got to win. Yeah. You, like, well, winning's is important. Now, I think it's way more important for the Lakers than it is the Warriors. If the Warriors were to lose tonight, I still have confidence them going back to Sacramento and winning that game, but... For the Lakers, that will be tough. And LeBron, he can't play how he did in Game 5. Only 15 points. Even at age 38, they need way more from him. He has way more responsibility than what he gave them in that closeout game. So you got to look on the other side. Desmond Bain, he stepped up. John Morant, both of those guys combined for 60-something points. And Desmond Bain, he's a tough guard. He's he's a tough cover because he's stocky. You know he can shoot it. He can knock you off balance. He's a way better ball handler than people give him credit for. And it, the ball doesn't have to be in Jaw's hands all the time when he's doing well. So. He's going to continue to be aggressive because they got the main defenders on John Moran and they got guys like Austin Reeves and sometimes D'Angelo Russell, depending on the lineup on Desmond Bain, which they can't, he can't cover Desmond Bain. Both of those guys can't cover Desmond Bain, hmm. nor do they want to cover him because they want to save their energy for the offensive end. And Desmond Bay, he doesn't allow you to do that because he's just going to keep on attacking you. So if he comes with that same energy, that same aggressiveness in this game, I can see the Grizzlies going back to Memphis for sure.
0: You worried about LeBron in that gas tank tonight? Yep. Because we're now into into the the end of those series where it's only one day in between. And he looked,
1: he looked gassed at the end. He looked gassed. He's not that same dude that just yeah. turned around. But And, again, he's one of the greatest to ever lace them up. So I yeah. could see him coming in tonight averaging or having a smooth 30.
0: And maybe does he, do they switch things because Anthony Davis had such a, a good performance in the last game, but how worn out is he after that? Obviously, it's a, you know, an aging part of his career as well. It's going to be a fascinating game tonight. Great, uh, great doubleheader. 7-9-30 tonight on ESPN. Real quick, Zay, before this break. You see the Kevin Durant story? Nike? How about that? Yeah. History for Kevin Durant. He has become the third NBA player ever to reach a lifetime deal with Nike. The other two guys are named Michael and LeBron. Congrats to Kevin Durant. It's pretty impressive. Big time. Yeah. That is a big time story. A lifetime deal. Financial terms were not disclosed, but I bet they're impressive.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's important because Damn. his shoes are iconic. You know, they're not as big as Jordan's or Kobe's, but I would say they might be up by LeBron's. Like, I know a lot mm. of people that would take KD's shoes over LeBron's for style and feel just because LeBron being such a big player, sometimes his shoes are a little bulky, not During the later parts of his career, now he rocks the low tops like a lot of guys do. But early on, they were. While KD, the KD4 might be one of the most legendary shoes of all time. Like, I love the KD4. I would buy that. If I saw it in stores, oh, I'd cop that in a heartbeat. Just because mm. you never see them, it was such a unique shoe. And yeah, uh, well done, KD. Very impressive.
0: His sixteenth shoe is uh, about to come out, and they also point out the relationship with Nike is not just shoes. They help him out on the you know the philanthropy side of things, including uh, stuff with his foundation. So good for Kevin Durant, man. That's when you're on a list with Michael Jordan and LeBron James, and you, and that's it. That's impressive. Yeah. Well done, Kevin Durant. Hope he and his uh, family and friends get a chance to really soak that one in uh, before the playoffs continue. Uh, That is big-time stuff.
1: I wonder for the other sports who else is like a lifetime guy, probably Griffey, baseball, because his shoe's so legendary. Maybe Bo Jackson.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. The, the the story I was reading doesn't mention anybody else in another sport. They just mentioned the basketball. Yeah, But yeah, I don't know. And does anybody outside basketball have lifetime? That that's a couple ideas that it could be. Just probably a couple guys in football,
1: but I need to give it to Agassi cuz those shoes, man. He might that's true. He might have it, and then, oh, yeah, that, bring those shoes back, please, that,
0: Nike. That might be one that uh, that already exists. Congrats to Kevin Durant. There, uh, we got more draft reaction coming up. In fact, in the crap bag, up next, let's talk about some things at the draft. A message for Roger, and who to blame for my anger at the end of the night. We'll see if we can find somebody. This is the horn.
1: Chad and Zay
0: All right. Definitely another medley feeling kind of song. Don't know it yet, though. Oh, it's about to get going. Come on now. Come on. Come on, fellas. Or ladies. Whoever you are. Hmm. Wow. Nope, I don't have it. Who is it? Black and Blue. Okay. All right. Show me the night. Show me the night. Black and Blue. I never saw them live. When my brother went and saw Kiss the first time, I think Black and Blue was the opening band, but I never got way into Black and Blue. I remember the name, though. Black and Blue and Nitro getting us started today. Um, By the way, musically speaking man, Rick Sakamano texted me late last night about Pearl Jam tickets. Going to see Pearl Jam later this year. Okay. In horrible seats. Horrible. It was like nothing left. But he just wanted to see Pearl Jam. He said, hey, man, I'm sorry, but here's what it costs. And here's what he goes, yeah, we're kind of like side stage. He showed me the map of where that is. Dude.
1: I'm going to be looking at the back of Eddie Vedder's head. It's going to be crazy. Oh, oh. that's like... University of Arizona. You remember we talked about that? Where are we at? Where the seats were so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's like exactly,
0: wall. dude. <laughs> I was looking at tickets. I was I was griping to my daughter at the t- we were at the Taylor Swift show, and I'm looking up at and I'm looking in the binoculars because I'm an old man up at these sections. I'm like, how are they selling seats up there? And then the. The music gods punished me and said, you know what, Chad, you're about to sit up there. Yep. Thanks a lot. Yep. Uh, Yeah, my man Sacamano did. uh, Hey, he was in charge. When you designate someone as the ticket person, whatever they say goes. You got to go with it. So uh, I've never seen Pearl Jam, so I'm going to check them off the list this year. All right. uh, We hope you're having a good one on a Friday. Let us know what you think of all the NFL draft stuff. We're continuing to break that down. Specs text line. Three three seven three seven seven six. Cowboys fans, uh, what did you think uh, of the Mozzie Smith pick at number twenty six? Um, somebody, by the way, texted us. We looked this up during the break. Uh, say that Tiger Woods might have a lifetime contract with Nike. Looked it up. I found a list that is these three basketball guys now and Cristiano Ronaldo.
1: That's crazy, but
0: I didn't see Tiger. Maybe the controversy back then had something to do with it. They never dropped him, I don't think.
1: Back then, he always has controversy. I
0: mean, well, I'm saying the the big 09 no. oh, controversy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. May, but but I don't know that they. I don't think they ever dropped him. He's always had a relationship. Maybe it's just not a lifetime deal. Also, um, Steph Curry may very well have a lifetime with Under Armour. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, uh, Curry per- brand. Apparently they were talking about that back in 2022, so that may be a thing as well. All right, uh, let's get into the crap bag here. We'll talk about some draft observations, including why I was so pissed off at the end of the draft last night.
1: Chad's Crap Bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap.
0: Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to AV Consultations. Dot com um i'll first off i'm going to be the insensitive older man here talking to roger goodell but um you know time's a valuable thing Raj. and i get that you want to do the we're we're a community organization thing so you want to bring a bunch of people on stage to make the picks for teams sometimes does it have to start this early
1: what do you mean?
0: Can you wait till second round? Can you wait till the third <laughs> oh, round on, for some of this stuff? And if you are, Roger, if you really do want us to feel like the NFL cares, why are you out there? Seriously. They booed the hell out of his ass. You know you're getting booed every second of the day. So why put your boos on these kids? If it's gotta be about the kids, because Bijan's pick, Bijan was eight. Nothing against that kid, but really? We're letting kids make picks at eight? Yeah. Now Pick eight. So Tonight will be second round and we go with the older players. Usually we don't get to community type stuff in the third and fourth round. I'm watching a whole bunch of kids that probably dig John Cena early last night. Like, okay, all right, that's cool. But these things do take a while. So just something to think about, Roger Goodell. But the other issue I had last night, Zay, was this Nolan Smith thing. You know I'm a combine slut, a combine whore. So that could be it. But I couldn't believe when he was falling.
1: Yeah, you were a freak with the combo.
0: I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe he was falling. So what was it that got Nolan Smith to the Eagles? Who do I have to blame for that? Let's take a look at who to blame. I think I'm going to have to start right there in my own family. Going to start with my Aggie brothers, Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn. Really, fellas? Really? Jameer Gibbs at 12, and then you wanted a linebacker at 18, and you went with Jack Campbell? Nolan's I get it, maybe inside versus outside,
1: but Nolan Smith had fallen at that point. He's staring right at you. Yeah, I mean, Aiden Hutchinson, he's good and all, but I would have took Smith over uh Campbell.
0: Right. And right before that, the Christian Gonzalez pick. I can't get mad at Belichick for that. Gonzalez was still there, but like you said earlier, he was there because Dan Campbell should have taken him. So I'm going back to Dan Campbell. Now I gotta go to one of my other my my teams. I'm Cowboys and Bucks. Kalijah Cansey, I hope I'm going to be thrilled with that as a Bucks fan. But staring at 19, I thought, well, you've had a linebacker tell you he wants to get traded recently. Whether you do that or not, do you consider Nolan Smith there? Bucks didn't take him. Then at 20, I want to get mad at Pete Carroll. But then he took Jackson Smith and Jigba, and I realized, good uh, Lord, what a passing attack.
1: Seattle did well yesterday.
0: That makes sense. Everybody's giving him an A. Damn it, Pete. I can't get on you too much about that. Who else can we blame for this? Maybe we're done. The Giants didn't want him, although I love Deontay Banks. I was excited in a way as a Cowboys fan that he was falling to that point. I'd love to get mad at my Cowboys, Zay, for not taking Nolan Smith, but that doesn't make a ton of sense, I guess, if you talk about position and the need and all those things. So in the end, and then then Cincinnati goes with an edge rusher, Miles Murphy of Clemson. So Smith is still available. And then the Saints, where I thought they might go Levis, they take the Clemson guy in the middle of a defensive line, Breesy and Nolan Smith still available. The Eagles probably laughed their way all the way to that pick. And Nolan Smith is an Eagle. Now every badass Georgia defensive player that's been busting people up these last couple years with a back-to-back titles, they're going to be Eagles now. And then Andy Reid gets Anudike Uzoma. Rich get richer at the end of the draft. It took a village to get Nolan Smith to the Eagles. I want to be mad at so many different individuals. Zay, I think it all ends up. It starts and ends with Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn. They, I think, ultimately allowed that to happen. I give the other guys a pass in a way. I think the Lions really got that thing started.
1: Yeah, I, I think they had the worst day yesterday. Both of their picks make no sense. And I hope it works out. You know, <laughs> I, I hope it works out. I want everybody to succeed. We know that's just not realistic, but yeah, man, just a running back and a linebacker both in the first round doesn't make much sense. And Jameer Gibbs, as good as he is, they could have waited today, maybe tomorrow, to get a guy and see what he is, especially with that last year with Swift. Obviously, you're letting him go. You're not worried about him. Maybe they might be shopping him. Who knows? Who knows? That, mm-hmm. that makes me think they might be shopping him and seeing what happens because this is his last year. They got Montgomery coming in. I get Gibbs could do so many different things, but, yeah, man, just all that they had left from Nolan Smith to Gonzalez, Whew. you know, to yeah. Banks. That's <laughs>
0: I just I, right. I could not believe Nolan Smith was still there, and he kept falling, and he kept falling. And I started to say to someone, man, if the Bengals get – and then I saw that – I saw it. I realized it. Oh, my God, forget the Bengals. If the Eagles get him, good grief. Like, I did not want Bijan to be an eagle. We were very clear about that yesterday. But at least Bijan's not going to be sacking Dak Prescott. Now think about what's coming after Dak twice a year. Right. And the rest of the NFC. They're already the pride of that conference. And everybody's giving them an A for what they pulled off yesterday. Carter
1: and him? With what they had last year? Right. They got both of those guys after after what they've already done? Jeez, eh? Yeah, Son Reddick. They got Carter. Son they, right. they got some dudes. I know. Thank God Hargrave's gone. Yeah. yeah thank goodness. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. Which that was big for them. Now he's just in San Francisco, so he's still going to be. No, like, I know. Hell I for know. You, yeah, just not in the division. you might face him once a year instead of twice. That's a little different. But yeah, Brandon Graham, he's getting up there. Flexure uh, Cox, he's getting up there. Even those guys yeah. could give you something. So I like these picks for them. I, I wish really that,
0: do. wish that Darius rumored been true.
1: Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> coming back. So, uh, uh, Gardner Johnson, he's, he's gone, though. He's there, over there in Detroit. There you go.
0: There you go. Somebody finally left the Eagles. All right, there you go. Some thoughts uh, on that first round. Let us know. What you thought of it. Specs text line 337-3776. Also, uh, a reminder, later on in the show, we're going to be talking to a comedian uh, who is going to be headlining the Velveeta Room, our man Danny Goodwin. I got some contact from our man Brad Kellner. Formerly of the Horn Now in Houston BK he, he said hey man There's a friend of mine That's a comedian He's going to be headlining At the Velveeta Room That's all I needed to hear It's a BK endorsement today So Danny Goodwin Is going to join us You can go to the Velveeta room.com To find out more It's 21 and over By the way Tonight at 8 Tomorrow night 8 and 10 We'll talk to Danny He's apparently A big Longhorn fan So we'll talk about Bijan and the Longhorns And all that good stuff We'll do that at 2.30 a little bit Later on Up next though Let's go back to the draft More reactions to the draft, and once Baltimore had that deal with Lamar Jackson, what they chose to do for him in the draft. It's all coming up on The Horn.